What's happening? <laughs> we What's are up, finally everybody? back. We are finally back after a little hiatus. Um, man, March that, was just a busy month. It was a super busy month, man. Um, I had to hold the fort down until my potentially paranormal experiences from uh, Zach Baggins' fucking haunted museum, uh, which I've come to the conclusion that it was most likely a clown that was a person, a midget, or a little person <laughs> that uh, Zach hired. Uh, I can't prove it, but I've heard that he hires uh, these little people to run around dressed as clowns, and they have like little trap doors <laughs> that they go in and out of. So I'm oh, going to go ahead and assume that the clown that I saw, the all-white clown, uh, was in fact a, uh, a little person. <laughs> and not a ghost so there's that but i can't explain um the feeling i had around my neck or um what i felt like something touching my hand but uh i don't know it's up for debate i guess we're gonna have to go back together matt and see what happens man i felt i felt really dumb missing that <laughs> because chris is like hey look and see if they need any kind of reservation so i look and it doesn't say anything on the on the front page it doesn't say anything about reservations and so I was like, yeah, I didn't say anything about it, man. We just, I guess we just show up and go. And yeah. then we get there and they go, no, we do groups of 12 walking through and you got to have a reservation. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was my phone. Um, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty fun. It would have been a lot funner with you. Uh, no offense to my dad, <laughs> but my dad's just, he doesn't like messing around with that kind of stuff. He's not that type. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I don't know if he gets, uh, impatient when he's like legitimately like not like feeling uneasy or what but he started to annoy the fuck out of me and i was like dad i really need you to just let me enjoy this experience and not ruin it for me because i could tell he was bored and uh or like kind of being sarcastic about some of the shit and i was just like dad you're killing me right now but uh it, it was a good time um and i can't wait to go back uh i think we should just do a weekend in vegas with that being like the highlight because there's some there's some fun haunted stuff in Vegas that we could check out, dude. There there really is, and I'm I'm down. Um, any other time, like hopefully when that event is again, it's not the weekend before spring break when plane tickets are sky freaking high. Because um, normally flying out of here to go to Vegas for the weekend is like a hundred bucks. Yeah, see, that's. <laughs> I think we can we can do a fun little Vegas weekend for uh for pretty cheap. So. We'll have to look into it. The NCAA stuff really ruined that uh, ruined um, that week for like cheap. <laughs> you know oh yeah, I mean? with but, March Madness going yeah, on there, yeah, and everything else. I'm just like, mm, this is going to be expensive, and it sure was. <laughs> it definitely was, but it was well worth it. It was a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun there. Um, for those of you wondering, uh, I'm a little bit out of it because I have COVID right now, <laughs> so. Uh, I, I'm struggling, but we're going to get through the show. I've been looking forward to talking about Loch Ness Monster for a long time. So one of my, when I first got into cryptozoology and like paranormal stuff, um, aside from Bigfoot and ghosts, the Loch Ness Monster was at the top of my list. I had this whole plan to be a monster hunter and I was going to go to Scotland and hunt the Loch Ness Monster. And I'm glad I didn't do that with my life because it would have been a waste, I think. But uh, we're going to discuss all sorts of fun stuff relating to the Loch Ness Monster tonight. Um, and we'll touch on some of the other lake monsters. I didn't know how long I would be able to last tonight because <laughs> I'm really um, 
out of it. So uh, Matt's going to have to carry a lot of the show. Man, we got this. Um, ain't, what you, ain't, what, I just wanted to give a shout out to everybody that joins us in the chat every week. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us again. I, I missed I missed chatting with everybody. Like we just yeah. have we just have a good time. We do. This show's so fun. <laughs> Correct, Aaron. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Aaron said uh, Nessie has to be real. I saw the photo of Bigfoot riding him. <laughs> I mean, he ain't wrong. So, Matt, let me ask you this: What is your what's your overall opinion on lake monsters in general? I mean, I believe that there are some explained unexplained things. I mean, do I think that there's absolutely something large and in charge in the Loch Ness? No. <laughs> mainly, mainly due to the fact of, like, you, on some of this stuff, you have to look at the science of it. And there's just not a food supply there to support something that big. Yeah, that's been discussed. Um, there really aren't that many species of fish in Loch Ness. Um and what this what this episode is going to boil down to is there was recently a scientific study done at Loch Ness where they took like some 200 to 300 samples of water and technology you can actually test DNA in these samples and get all sorts of data. And so um, a scientist did that and what he came up with was kind of interesting. So, I mean, let's just let's just end the mystery right now and say that there are no plesiosaurs in Loch Ness, which was super disappointing to me. Um, I uh, I always thought it was a plesiosaurus. I always I, like there's a part of me, the little boy in me, really wants there to be living dinosaurs. It really does, but um, that really that really crushed all my hopes and dreams. But uh, that being said, um, there's been thoughts that it was a giant cactus or a cactus, a giant cactus, a giant catfish. Um, I don't think that's the case. But the most intriguing, aside from a dinosaur, is a giant eel. And they found several DNA um, markers for uh, a few different species of eel, I guess. So... So, Lance, to answer your question, is a lake or a lock, as they say it in my motherland? Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm largely partly Scottish. Um, but uh, it's a lock, and it does have connections to the open sea when the, all the waters are aligned and everything's high. So it's basically it's basically just a landlocked lake for most of the time. Um, there's been some theories that like it's a, a a large seal that's getting into the water and disturbing the water and make and make people think there's something there. Um, in Scotland, there's not alligators and crocs. I mean, I mean, be super dope seeing like a kilt wearing Steve Irwin diving on an alligator <laughs> in Scotland, though. Absolutely, um, <laughs> landlocked. Yep. <laughs> uh. The interesting thing, going back to the plesiosaurs, though, as it turns out, they always thought, and they assumed this, that they were saltwater animals. And as it turns out, 
there have been some fossils found in riverbeds, I think in like Africa or something. So could there have been a plesiosaur in Loch Ness at one time? Yes, as a matter of fact, which is where I'm going to take this conversation and get a little weird. <laughs> and I'm going to say, what if, like, I always had this theory that what if Bigfoot was a ghost? You know what I mean? Like, who's to say that, I mean, Matt, do you believe in animal ghosts, like dogs and cats and stuff? Mm, you know what? That's an interesting topic. Um, thousand percent maybe. Um, thousand percent maybe, right? Bro, I mean, you have to you have to like break it down. Is like on one side of the argument, you have some, in particularly religious folks, super religious folks, that say there are no such thing as ghosts. There's only angels and demons. And then you have to look at the like the us side of it. And not saying that we don't have religion. I'm just saying you have to look at how we look at it. And man, it's it's in my opinion, a ghost is your energy. Um, so anime ghosts are. I, I mean, we can do an episode on anime ghosts. That's fine. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's a lot of them, but we can figure it out. <laughs> but um, but I mean. Like you have to imagine that something that leaves an imprint or an energy imprint on it, uh, that something has to be left behind, whether it be a residual or intelligent. I don't know, but like you just have to imagine there's something, you know? Yeah, I know a lot of people that are animal lovers, myself included. Like, if I go to heaven and my dogs aren't there, you know what I mean? Bro, I don't want it. I don't (laughs) want it. If I get to heaven and there's like, oh yeah, your dog didn't, your dog didn't make the cut. First of all. Yeah. <laughs> Punch somebody in the dick because they deserve to be there. <laughs> yeah, and it's like going back to the whole ghost Bigfoot thing, and that's why our mascot is the ghost squatch. Um I've heard all these uh you know theories about the supernatural aspect of Bigfoot and how you know you might have a, a, a trackway and you follow his tracks for a long, long time and then suddenly they just disappear. And I, I think that spiritual energies call them ghosts or whatever i think they can um manipulate the physical world and uh you know i you know if you if a ghost can make things move could it put footprints in the ground i think so well let's get to a different side of it you know what i mean like since we're talking about ghost animals or being kind of spiritual about it what if bigfoot is just a a common type of nature spirit could very well be like you know what i mean like not so i mean not so like common i think i'm using common or rather strongly but i mean what if it's more of a nature guardian kind of spirit kind of thing and we've just abandoned listening yeah could very well be so i mean native tribes the native tribes in the united states for a large example um knew and spoke with Bigfoot. Like they even knew them as the the hairy tribe. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they frequently communed with these with the, with Bigfoot. Like Bigfoot would come to their camps. So so for it to be for us to be like, oh no, nah, man. Like you know what I mean? Like how do we know it's just not a form of spirit that the shaman would summon up or that they communed with? You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, but it, it, if a Bigfoot can be a spirit. And a dog or a cat can be a spirit. Could a dinosaur <laughs> have a spirit that could manipulate the physical world? 
could the Loch Ness monster be a dinosaur ghost? I mean, that's <laughs> an interesting way to look at it. To be crazy, honest. Crazy talk. I know. No, but... it's not. It's not crazy. It's just a different way of coming at the subject. You know, like, oh my god, I didn't realize my mic was still up. Have you all been able to hear me? Okay. Yeah. Oh, right on. Voice carries. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's just an interesting way to look at it. Because I mean, so many people are like. What blows my mind with what we talk about is how many people still try to be absolute black and white about it. Yeah. It has to, it has to be either this or this. Like there's very little room for discussion with the folks that are very hard and deep into it. That came out wrong. Um, <laughs> that came out real wrong. <laughs> but you know, but you know what I mean? Like, sure. For the guys that have dedicated a lot of time to it, they do not have any interest whatsoever in looking at it any different way or trying to examine it in any different way. Like the guys that have been into Bigfoot for, they've been hunting for Bigfoot for a long time. You, you couldn't even get them to entertain the idea that it's either an interdimensional being, a ghost, uh, some kind of nature spirit. It is a, for them is an undiscovered species and they will not rest until they discover it. Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of a bummer. Cause I mean, if they would just open their minds a little bit, the thing about the, the subject of the paranormal world, the, the paranormal subject in general, there's it's all questions. There are no real answers. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, for anybody to say something's impossible, especially when you're talking about weird stuff like the paranormal, mm, I, I don't buy any of that. You know what I mean? And it... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some kind of nature spirit. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just—I don't even, even know what to say to you right now. Like <laughs> I thought I knew you. I yeah. Uh, I look back at like when I first started researching the subject, the thing that got me was the surgeon's photo, which is the biggest photo of Nessie that there's ever been. And on the guy's deathbed, um, one of the people involved admitted to having hoaxed that picture. Right? Oh yeah, it's an absolute fake. Well, it here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's people um, that say that that claim could not be accurate because of the materials he said that he used to create the hoax didn't exist at the time, <laughs> which I thought was which I thought was kind of a reach. But mm, there's also the story of there. And this was back in, I think, the 30s or 40s, very long time ago. Um, these people are driving along. Um, the side of the lock. I guess there's a road that follows the lock. And they saw it. <laughs> they saw the beast, the monster, walking across the, you know, <laughs> moseying across the road. I've heard the story, yeah. Right? So when I hear that, I go, okay. You know, either those people are completely full of shit and they didn't see anything. And, you know, maybe they had some bills to pay and they were trying to get paid from newspapers or something for the story. Who knows? But when you hear that, and then you find out that certain things have been hoaxed and, you know, people have seen things in the water. They've seen large wakes that can't be explained. It's not like there's a lot of large animals in that water. So how there's are these not any large animals yeah. in that water as far as we know? So how are these giant wakes being created? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. And then there's a <laughs> this is a this is a, a theory that I like. Um, and we've talked about this scumbag before. Alistair Crowley. He had a house on Loch Ness, and 
he um i had this article pulled up here i just wanted to uh find where he said um he would actually do like like he was into the occult and he would like summon demons and all sorts of weird spiritual beings and shit and it's thought that maybe he conjured something up that ended up being the loch ness monster and he lived right on the edge of the loch which i thought was funny and then according to this article um it actually says that and it's a claim that Aleister Crowley actually threw sacrificial sheep into the lock every Sunday for his pet Nessie, the Loch Ness monster, which I thought was funny. I was like, that'd be that'd be kind of crazy. Um, but you know, the other person who ended up buying Aleister Crowley's house on the on Loch Ness was Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin fame, and we all know that Led Zeppelin, you know, there's some questions about those guys. And their dealings with uh, the occult. Yep. So could could the Loch Ness monster be uh, a conjured up entity of some kind? I mean, it's possible. Um, you know, so it's just when you when you talk about this kind of stuff, there's just too many possibilities. So we can sit here and <laughs> talk about them, but I mean, there's really no right answer, I guess. Um, at this point, I'm I'm leaning towards giant eel. However, some scientists say that there's no eels that can get as big of size as people are claiming to have seen um, these beasts. You know what I mean? This Loch Ness monster. They've they've said thirty to fifty feet. Um, that would be a hell of a big eel. And the giant and colossal squids used to be just make believe. So yeah, you know, gorillas were. You know, a myth until like the 1800s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was the 1800s. When were the gorillas discovered? Hold on. Uh... When were gorillas? When were gorillas discovered? 1847. The first gorilla skull had been collected and identified. Okay. And uh, Paul Du Chalou um, was an explorer. And he was the first one to actually describe gorillas in the wild when he encountered them during expeditions that he undertook first in the late 1850s. So until the mid-1850s, nobody had seen a gorilla. And now we got them in zoos. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that wasn't too long ago. <laughs> so when people, uh, when people talk about the impossibility of Bigfoot or something like that, I'm like, hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that. Talking out your ass, son. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm not. I, I really wish. I really wish they had found plesiosaur DNA. I really do. Um, but I mean, how about this? What if they did? And somebody came in and said, "No, you're not going to say shit about a living dinosaur in Loch Ness." Yeah, they're like, "You lock it up." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pun intended. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um that's a possibility. The other possibility is that it is all a hoax and that the Loch Ness Monster is the biggest tourist attraction in Inverness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rank, like, just the Loch Ness Monster alone for tourism rakes in like some $50 million a year for that area. So oh, to yeah. go ahead and say, yeah, there is no Loch Ness Monster, it's like, eh. <laughs> you know, and there's people that have dedicated their lives to hunting 
the Loch Ness monster. So can, you can imagine what happened when this documentary came out and they're like, oh, there ain't no monster. <laughs> you know what I mean? These poor bastards living their whole life every day with the eyes the, on the water, hoping to see it. The DNA in the water says, nope. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not too far-fetched to say that this could be covered up. Bro, it's I mean? also far-fetched to say we can detect all the living DNA in this water area by taking some samples. Let's talk about that for a minute. It's kind of, you know, people are going to start thinking I'm a flat earther and I'm not. But it's kind of like these flat earth guys who are going, hold on. How do we, how the fuck do we know so much about space? You know what I mean? Like we yeah. can just do all these math equations and shit and all of a sudden we know the answers to the universe. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, when I hear something far-fetched, like, oh, we take samples of the water and we can detect DNA of anything that's ever been in that water. That does sound far-fetched as hell. <laughs> Dude, it sounds all kinds of sketch, sketchy yeah. as hell. My favorite my favorite thing that the FBI and CIA uses to update their facial recognition software is the 10-year challenge every few years. <laughs> Show me a picture of you 10 years ago versus today. Yeah. Dumbasses. I, I just, you know, when that one app came out where it could show you as an old person i was like hmm i'm not <laughs> no. i'm not letting you see what i could look like when i'm old you do your own research <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah let me just look at my grandpa thanks yeah. <laughs> oh man um yeah that that kind of shit's scary too you know what i mean but i mean i'm 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 pretty proud in the fact that i'm pretty confident my fbi agent has to go to therapy for the shit i send to my friends <laughs> here's a here's the thing though if they can detect anything that's been in that water, that's the way it sounded to me was it can detect anything that's even been in the water. Yeah. Like how long does that DNA last? You know, Bro, what I mean? it can't last that long. It can't. There's no way. But you know, they're drilling in Antarctica and they're, you know, getting into lakes that haven't been seen or have seen the surface in millennia. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's living <sighs> microorganisms down there. Um, I wonder if they pulled DNA from there, but uh, I don't know. I kind of wonder, like, wouldn't, wouldn't you think there would be trace DNA? Because if how much does the water deteriorate DNA? That's what I'd like to know. Okay, well, let's. Yeah, now, I'm curious. Let me clear out this search bar. I believe the tests were to only document the living animals in the lock at the time of the test. So, I mean, there's that. DNA, there's a large loss of DNA. So over a 72-hour period, like DNA is almost non-existent in anything. Really? That's, that dies. So... So like it stands to reason that that just pulling water samples willy nilly and being like we're gonna find out what's in here bullshit I'm calling BS. Interesting. That's some bullshit science right there. Those are the same guys that are like yeah this didn't come from a lab. You all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely know what you're talking. About. 
Have fun with your second round of bio attack. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that says different is full of shit. I'll tell you that. Um, I, uh, I don't know. Part of me, part of me, I still want to believe. I still want to believe that there may be a plesiosaur. Man, I really, I, don't get me wrong. I love the idea of believing there's something out there. I really sure. do. Like, you know me, I'm, I'm, despite me trying to be the practical one here, <laughs> I love to believe that this shit's out there. Yeah. I really do. And I'd love to try to explain it however I could. I mean, man, there's just, unless it has a very strong eel diet, and they, they don't even think the eel population in Loch Ness is very big. Hmm. There would have to be a lot of fish to support an animal that big. But the lock is huge. (laughs) The lock is huge. But, I mean, if you look at it, and if you look at the documentaries where they actually get in the water and explore it, there's jack shit for vegetation in that water Mm -hmm. for smaller organisms. Like, there's no food chain. Yeah. There's none. It's There's there's lack of vegetation. There's – so, I mean, that makes it hard for the fish to pluck out a living. You know what I mean? Like, it's just – there's not a lot there to support life. Well, that brings us to another question. Does that mean that all the other well-known lake monsters on the planet are misidentified? Man, it's... Because locally we have Lake Chelan, and there was supposedly a Lake Chelan monster and. um forget who it was but recently i think his name's forrest galante or something like that he's on like the animal planet and shit yeah um, he uh he went to lake Chelan to look for the monster and what he discovered was uh basically giant sturgeon and if you look at the body of a sturgeon if you were to see the body just breach the water a little bit you'd be like holy shit that's a monster you know what i mean because you're not expecting a sturgeon i mean you're talking about let me see how big sturgeon get. I know they get huge. Uh, they um, can get like 18, 20 feet, something like that, I think. Yeah. No, I mean, that might be a little big, but I mean, just massive. And they launch themselves out of the water all the time. Yeah, they can get up to six and a half feet and weigh close to 200 pounds. Wow, I definitely oversold that. And instead, And the thing about sturgeon is instead of scales... They have a really coarse skin. Yeah. So like if you them. saw it, you'd be like, that's not a fish. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's not like you're going to get a huge look at this thing. You're probably going to see it swim by your boat or something and then dive. Like you get a super quick glimpse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that would make me think I just saw a lake monster, too. Um, plus, I wouldn't be expecting such a giant fish in a freshwater lake. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now that I know, if I'm ever out with my family kayaking and I see a giant, what I think is a monster, I'm just going to assume it's a sturgeon. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's just not a good... See, like, I know... I know even River Monsters went and did a thing at Loch Ness. And he got out in the water. And, bro, it's just... It goes out a little ways, and then it's just straight drop, and it's like as dark as coffee. <laughs> it's like 700 feet deep. The yeah, I mean, it's deep, but I mean, it's just like... So, it's not the like it's not a room problem for Nessie being able to be real. 
Yeah. It's not a matter of space. There's plenty of space for for it to be real. For me, it comes down to purely food chain. Yeah. It comes down to just straight up food chain. I do not believe there is an ecosystem there to support it. Like, here you go. Let me see if I can pull this up. You may be right. I'm just looking at pictures of sturgeon. And if you saw one of these things breach just a little bit. Oh, brother. (laughs) They're kind of frightening. Like it's like it's like it's just as dark like dark tea, you know what I mean? Like there's just the water's so dark it doesn't support plant life. Yeah, Let's look at the look at the like spine of that thing like the spines on the back mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what to call them other than that but look how big these fucking things are I, they can get I, huge yeah they can get really big like look at that if I saw that <laughs> my god if I just saw the head of that thing come up next to my boat I would shit my pants <laughs> bro have you, ever see, have you ever seen a Wells catfish no how big bro, are those things look, look it up Oh, I want to watch your face as you pull it up. Did you say a Wells catfish? Yeah, Wells catfish. Jesus Christ, are you serious right now? Oh fuck! Well, no wonder they were saying it could be a catfish. Holy shit! Look at this! <laughs> My God, I didn't know those things existed. So they're actually a European catfish, like from Germany and that kind of area. Look but they size. got, re- yeah. They're just absolutely ginormous. Wow. The fact that I don't think that they found any catfish DNA in uh, Loch Ness. Now, if they did, I'd say it's definitely got to be one of these things. Holy it would have shit. to be one of these because these are actually from from Europe. They're from a they're from cold waterways. So like it would be able to survive in a lock. Look at the size of that. My God. Yeah, a couple, maybe like two or three of those floating around on the top of the water. Oh, definitely, I'm going. Oh my god, it's Nessie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what shit. they did, what they did for sport is they released them in a river system in Spain, and they're they, like it's warm, it's catch and release, so they the population just exploded. My God, that is insane! Wow. Okay. <laughs> now. <laughs> Okay, so now I'm starting to think that uh, maybe it's a catfish. Well, apparently they didn't find any catfish DNA. <laughs> I, I'm calling bullshit on that DNA test. I'm, <laughs> God, I hate, I hate fucking that kind of science that tries to be like, no, you just don't understand the science. Bullshit. It's not real science. You know, and that's the thing. I think we get fooled a lot. You know, when they toss around the word science, <laughs> you know, what I mean? yeah, uh, I just I don't know. I don't buy everything that science says. I'm not saying that all science is wrong, but, uh, you know. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that either. I mean, don't me wrong. I'm a big fan of the science, but it's just some of the shit they try to pass off as science anymore. Well, a lot of people pass science off as uh, all science off as fact. And the fact and the fact of the matter is, like, 
isn't science like the study of shit, <laughs> you know, and the, the mounting of evidence to prove something. Um, right. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, scientifically, Bigfoot has not been disproven. Scientifically, I don't think the Loch Ness Monster, and I'm not saying it's a plesiosaur, like, let's set that aside. Um, scientifically, the Loch Ness Monster hasn't been disproven. You know what I mean? Um, and they also haven't been proven yet either, um, with the exception of the Bigfoot DNA thing. We need to do a show on that because there's some bullshit around that. You know, they've definitely found some interesting DNA evidence and it's not being acknowledged um, by the scientific world in general, which is a crime. But. So. I guess we can say that as far as all the other lake monsters, um, maybe not plesiosaurs, <laughs> but it would be interesting to have them. I know you don't like them, but uh, let me see what kind of DNA results come from those different lakes that, you know, and you're talking about such a big lake too. Wouldn't like, I can't imagine that DNA like what, like in, in samples, like 200 samples of a lake that's 20 miles long and 700 feet at its deepest, you know, some surface samples and shit would give you everything you needed to know. I right. Know. I, then again, I'm not a scientist. So I, don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I just, I just don't get it. That's, I think that's my thing. Yeah. But, uh, I don't want to, it is kind of, I know I, earlier I said animal ghosts and stuff, and I was talking about ghost Bigfoot, uh, ghost Nessie. Like, that idea is kind of fun to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because people have claimed to see a neck come out of the water and a head of this creature. Yeah. And a lot of them have described something that looks like a plesiosaur. So... I mean, I mean, it's possible. I guess, like I said, I just for me, it's the food yeah. chain. I just yeah. don't see how food. There's a food. There's an ecosystem there. There's not. Yeah, it kind of goes to like all those people must be full of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like you said, how much money do they all stand to gain by the locals saying they see something? Yeah, I mean, like fifty million annually in revenue. Yeah, just in is tourist that, revenue. And is that fifty million USD? I would imagine, yeah. That's what I. I mean, that's what I, saw I mean, somewhere. think about what that. Think about what that comes out to in euros or whatever Scotland uses. <laughs> How much revenue does the Loch Ness monster generate? Uh, yeah, um, fifty-four million U.S. dollars a year. Yeah. So let's let's break it down. So fifty-four million USD. That's a lot of money to go. All right, yeah. No. <laughs> and I'm going to say in Scottish funds and see what it gets. That's crazy. So I'm guessing they use British pounds. Okay. So... So one American dollar is eighty-one cents in Britain. So let's do four. Really? Yeah, the American dollar is taking a bit of a hit. 
Um, yeah, the Euro. So $54 million in USD is $43,742,406 in pounds. Yep, we're number two. You, we're number two currency now. Well, that's uh, that's depressing. Well, I mean, we had major bank collapses. It's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about our 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 recent little plan, Matt? Or you want to you want to wait to talk about that? No, let's talk about it. Let's uh. We'll talk about it. You want to you want to let the people in on our little secret that we that we came up with? It's going to be. A, Probably the funnest thing ever. <laughs> it's going to be the best day ever. Um, and it's going to be more than a day. So <laughs> let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I can find a picture. I want to, I want to share the, uh, <laughs> the picture. Hold on. Let me see here. So Matt and I came up with this really fun idea and so, I'm really excited about it <laughs> so what the plan is everybody is we don't know what we're going to use yet for it but the plan is route 66 road trip hitting the uh haunted locations along route 66 like haunted hotels ghost towns all kinds of stuff um, so we'll just have to kind of play it by ear and see, but I really just think it'll just be a good time. I think so too. The idea is we're going to do, we're calling it the paranormal road trip and we're going to hit route 66 and yep. we're going to hit paranormal locations along the way, all in one shot. So we will repeatedly be, um, exposing ourselves to the paranormal. Not literally. <laughs> that, that, that might get us in some trouble on YouTube. But uh, I think... Uh, well, that think like, that's a whole different level of provoking that I don't want to get involved in. <laughs> like, hey, demon, get it on the ass. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. <laughs> but uh, here's the graphic that we're going to use. I'll share that. There you go. Paranormal Road Trip, Route 66. So... Matt and I are going to have to do some some YouTube building, get our channel up, and then uh, we'll probably have to uh, get you guys to buy some t-shirts and stuff to uh, afford this trip. But um, I'm looking into potential sponsors for this trip. I just have to figure out how to sell people on it. Um, uh, Madison, yes, of course we're gonna have to do it. I mean, Mopar. absolutely, we're gonna do it to Mopar. Like we're <laughs> we're right now, we're debating between like my D100 if it's good for the trip. Like we're playing we're playing around with ideas. Like we haven't decided yet, but worst case scenario, we're gonna do a one way rental, and it'll be a Mopar. It might be a, a Chrysler Town and Country minivan, <laughs> but still a Mopar. <laughs> um, I've also been looking into RVs, like. Uh, one-way RVs where we can just, uh, and I think uh, Route 66 starts in what, Chicago, depending on what side you start at. It does. It's I from mean, Chicago to the coast of California, basically. I think it's a, 
Santa uh, Santa Monica, I think, something like that. Yeah, man. So the thing is, we're not missing a lot by skipping Chicago. No, I, we we have to do some research first, and we have to see because we're going to try to do it in the week. So because we're going to document the whole thing, it's going to be we're going to try to make a documentary. That's basically what it's going to yep. be. Um, and we'll be live along the way, but the end of it all. Um, we're going to have Matt produce it into a sweet documentary for YouTube. Um, and it's going to be called the paranormal road trip. And I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, dude. Available on Amazon. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine if we were able to sell it? <laughs> Man, there's, Holy you'd be shit. amazed. You'd be amazed at how much indie stuff in videos is actually on Amazon. Yeah. I mean, if, if you can produce it and make it good, <laughs> Um, so we need to, we need to get some more equipment. Um, and I just don't know. I don't know if anybody's ever done it in one shot like that. Like in one week, hit up a bunch of paranormal spots and what would that do to your psyche? You know what I mean? Especially, yeah. Especially if, as you hit each one, something happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? By the end, I may be mentally broken. (laughs) Uh, Matt, you might just be like, I fucking told you. I told you. <laughs> Bro, you're talking to I was I was born in it, molded by it. <laughs> I was already a man before I knew it wasn't right. I was born in the paranormal. <laughs> molded by it. Oh uh, yeah. So uh I have been there is a I hope my wife's not listening to this still. Um there oh, is you a, know she is. There is a boogie van local. It's a black street van for a thousand bucks. Bro, as long as we blast uh, Wayward <laughs> Sun every time we pull up to something. Yeah. So I need to go look at that thing. <laughs> because if we can get, if we throw a Hemi in that thing and then do this trip, dude, that would be epic. I would, I would pull the ultimate Zach Baggins move and be like, I'm going to stay right here in command center. <laughs> we almost have, we almost have to do it in like a mystery machine. Like Blake said. Yeah. I know Blake said but mystery machine. I I'm not, I'm not, not a real mystery. Like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to Scooby do it with like a real mystery machine. You know what I mean? But I mean, be something I just, cool. I just feel like it's got, yeah, like you said, it's gotta be something cool. It does. And it I has mean, to be. I mean, like I know we're talking about something reliable, so, like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, we need to take my 99 Forerunner that starts every time, has no hiccups, and is just an absolute champ. Um, because You want to know, know what I see happening? I see the trailer to this thing. I see us in a ghost town and me going, come on, you son of a bitch, start. And we're in this old piece of shit, man. And we're stuck in this ghost town. And I'm like... Dude, it's not starting. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'd be like, I fucking told you we should have brought the forerunner. <laughs> oh man, um, no, it will definitely be something reliable, and I'll have AAA. So hopefully, <laughs> um, uh, we just need to do some research, and I don't know when this is going to be possible, um, but uh, it's gonna it's gonna take some planning. And we definitely need the right equipment, better cameras, you know, because if we're going to do it, we really want to make it something special. So and like probably, I said, documentary, documentary. It'll probably be next year before we can even pull it off. Yeah, that's a that's a reach, too. We'll have to see. But yeah, um, even that. Yeah, even that's aggressive. But it's something we're going to work towards. That's our that's our goal right now. 
is working towards getting big enough and enough and enough going that we could do this. We might have to crowdfund it, dude. Bro. <laughs> but then, but see, the problem is, is if you tell too many people about your idea, somebody else is going to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. So, the sooner the better. Yeah. But With that being said, my Roadrunner's for sale, $25,000. If you buy it, it's going to fund this documentary. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> it is God. April Fool's Day. <laughs> This, uh, is this is this is not an April Fool's joke. This is not an April Fool's joke. We're really going to do a paranormal road trip. Oh. This episode was an April Fool's joke, though. So, <laughs> could you imagine if I really didn't have COVID and it was just an April Fool's joke? I, I wish that was the case, but it's not. <laughs> I'd be a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I and my family doesn't have it, so I've just been stuck in my podcast studio, just sitting here. Yeah, Brissy Brissy banned your ass in the house, didn't she? Totally. She won't like. I have. Uh, I've got some disinfectant spray. So like she, it's almost like I'm in a hotel room and she brings me room service. But every time I put something back outside the door, I got to disinfect it. (laughs) But uh, obviously I don't want them to have COVID, you know? Oh gosh, no. But that's, uh, that's some fun news. The paranormal road trip, um, the planning stages haven't even really begun completely yet, but uh, yeah, we do have an idea of what we want to do. Um, but uh, I really, I really think we could pull this off and have it be something really, really cool. Well, Ant says if we give him enough of a heads up, he'll come. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. It'd be interesting to, uh, as I have to, to be honest, I know. Let me see here. Arizona is uh, one of the hot spots. Uh huh. For Route sixty six, maybe it doesn't go uh, go all the way to the coast. Hmm. Yeah, it does. does it's it? just there's a lot of road lost is the problem. Um, yeah. Interesting. Because like you have to like point it out so you can hopscotch to the different parts of it. Because some of it's been lost. Well, it got lost before it was a famous road. Well, let's see what major states does it go through. I, uh, I think Missouri, we had... a little bit of Oklahoma, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, California. One, two, three, four. We might be able to just do one location because we're doing it over a week and there needs to be about 48 hours um, dispersed in travel time, I would imagine. So we could do a location in Missouri, one in Oklahoma, one in Texas, one in New Mexico, and one in Arizona. But then we'd be leaving out Nevada. Because I'm looking at, if you Google Route 66. Man, we'd have to end in Roswell. That might be the bonus. <laughs> Let's keep it going. That might be part two, the paranormal road trip. Like, we do continue. We just don't release that part of it. Until... Yeah. <laughs> well, let us let me see here. Uh... I'm pretty well, confident Route 66 goes through Roswell. Well, this is what I'm seeing. Based on Google. That's what it's showing me. Yeah. So it's showing Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona. That's U.S. Route 66 or what's left of it. It goes It what goes the all the way to the coast. That's what I thought. I know it does. Yeah, look, Tulsa, Los Angeles, Chicago, Albuquerque, Flagstaff. Hmm, interesting. 
Let's see what this says. Travel Route 66. Show me the map. Okay, yeah. There you go. Okay, it does go to... Okay. All right, so we're just going to have to plan. And I'm, I want to visit the best spots where we're most likely. And there will be stops along the way, little ghost towns and stuff. But I want to make sure that we go to the most haunted locations. So... Matt and I are going to do some research, some planning. And like I said, it's not going to be anytime soon because we've got to make sure we execute this correctly because I really do want to turn it into a documentary. Yeah, no, we definitely need to do it right. I mean, and it'll be a good test of your skills, dude. You finally get this, you know, finally get a chance to show off your uh, video making skills. Yeah, so. my photos, my photo skills are pretty much there. Now I got to do the videos. Yeah, uh, man, that, that, just the idea. Of that trip would be so much fun. Ghost Towns would be a, a fun episode to talk about. Sure. Bro, I tell you right now, like my big kick here lately, and I've told you about it, is overlanding. Overlanding has been like, <laughs> like I've been jonesing to do like an overland build with my Forerunner or like get an old <laughs> Ram Charger and turn it into an overlander. Ooh, an old Ram Charger overlander. That'd be sweet. I've seen some K5 builds done. I've seen like one or maybe two Ram chargers done. It's just, I'm trying to think of something that I can drive in the winter around here when the chief is not, well, I don't want chief and the duster out on uh, A Ram charger would be a fun road trip vehicle. <laughs> yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. Interesting. You, you have enough room to store all our gear. If we needed to, we could sleep in it. Uh, hmm. Interesting. But yeah, there's a lot of planning to do. Um, like I said, it's got to be the most haunted locations because I want to make sure we get some footage. You know what I mean? Let's see here. And we need equipment. We need some good investigating equipment. I've been looking into that for a while since we talked about doing some um, some overnight stays at some haunted places. But uh, Okay, so believe it or not... Somebody's already done it. <laughs> no, but they do have... Uh, each state has its own haunted locations on Route 66 in a Google really? search. Uh huh. What did you type in? Haunted locations on Route 66? I just did haunted Route 66. Yeah. Well. The ghosts of Arizona. Oh boy. Wow, there's a lot of... Just seeing some of these awesome ghost towns is going to be fun. Route 66 is being repurposed as a bicycle route? Fuck off. Why are they... Everything... <laughs> God dang, I hate bicyclists. I mean, if it's your passion, more power to you. But I really... I just want to kick you. I might have to get... I might have to get a boogeyman and send it to Blake. and be like, I need this thing reliable, dude. <laughs> Matt, Matt and I are going on a road trip. Bro, he'd knock it out, and you know he would. I know. With love. I, I wish Blake would go with us. That would be fun. We kind of need a mechanical engineer with us. <laughs> we can have him... We can have him around headquarters in the van while we go into these places. <laughs> Well, I mean, you did, Scott. I mean, we do live in the bicycle, the mountain biking capital of the world, and it's just awful. Really? Yeah. Wow. 
I thought I told you that for some reason. No, I realize in this camera shot, I still have my tan lines for my sunglasses from Vegas. Bro, Vegas was so much fun. <laughs> oh, man. I was getting made fun of at work so much because I had a, a tan line from my hat, tan line from the glasses. I was like, oh, God. Everybody's like, oh, did you have fun on the strip? And I was like, "I yeah, the drag strip. I barely, <laughs> I barely stepped foot off the place. Dude, when we left, when I left on Monday, I realized, fuck, I didn't watch any drag racing. How is that even possible? Bro, we did that at Mo Party too. We were so busy, we didn't even make it to drag racing. Dude, and it pisses me off every time. I'm like, damn it. So now I've been watching other people's videos and stuff, so I can kind of get a good idea of what happened. But uh, uh, some epic stuff, man. We, I just had so much fun meeting everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I love, I love the things that I do uh, for extracurricular stuff, <laughs> like talking paranormal, talking Mopars, uh, man. And talking paranormal, hey, it's still growing. YouTube, our YouTube channel is still growing, little by little. Um, and it, it was nice meeting you too, Madison. Um, it man, was so nice meeting Madison and her husband. Yeah. Um, technically, like I'm trying to think. Aside from the people that I know personally, I think those are the only two I've actually met in person that watch this show other than like maybe a couple co-workers that have watched it <laughs> or my friends. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, I, I'm really excited to see what happens on this road trip, dude. I really am excited. I think uh, it's a great idea. And I think uh, if, if we produce it right, dude, there might be something there. We're going to start out joking and happy. And then by the end, we're going to look like fucking Uma Thurman and <laughs> John Travolta from, Oh man from uh oh shit true pulp fiction I had a brain fart it's gonna be like uh, i don't even know what to equate it to but a cool vehicle cool vehicle a good cool road trip oh man that's gonna be wild dude it's gonna be wild alex always asked me she's like what what's it like just like not ever really seeing these guys and you get together and hang out with them i was like pure magic <laughs> yeah i was like we don't we don't ever miss a beat we just we see each other and we just start going. It's uh, it's always rough when it's over because I'm like, ah, and then I go through like a period of depression. I get <laughs> I get so bummed out. I'm like, damn it, because you know it's like months until the next one. Oh. All right, hey, hold on, I'm gonna share my screen. I found it. Okay. I just need some love. <laughs> Behold, the paranormal rig. <laughs> uh, technically, I'm legal to drive that. So, yeah. I... <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Whoa. Only $36,000. I wonder if you trade for um... a really nice oh, yeah. runner. Oh, yeah. A nine speed. Oh, that's a cakewalk. It might as well be an automatic. <clears throat> that's kind of cool. Fucking Oklahoma. You can always count on some kind of meth out <laughs> shit happening. I love that state. Oh, that's funny. <sighs> yeah. So, if, if you're interested in supporting Talking Paranormal... <laughs> uh, hold on a second. Let me, let me share the link. I haven't shared the link to our t-shirts in a while. 
<laughs> so it would probably be a good idea if I at least promoted our stuff. Um, not I'll to sound like well, not to sound like those people, but buy our shit. We gotta do cool stuff. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. I don't think it's a dodge, but hold on. See, I'm shopping now. We're gonna we're gonna do this on a budget. <laughs> well, the van I found was a grand. I was like, oh, so it's like unbelievably cheap. Eight hundred dollars. What? You beat me out. I'm gonna hang on to that. Beat you out, man. I mean, look at this thing. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Someone died in there. You know they did. Oh god. Yeah. Oh yeah. That thing's we might have ghost stories from in there. <laughs> Look at the fucking visor just hanging. <laughs> Let's see here. All right, guys, I'm posting the link to our T-shirts and stuff in the chat. So if you want to support us, feel free. If One of my coworkers bought a shirt and wore it to work one day. That is awesome. I did. I was so excited. I made her take a picture with me. Oh, shit. Should I buy this? Whoa. Yes. Uh, overdrive. Yeah. That's uh, the cheapest I've ever seen. <laughs> Even if they need to be rebuilt. Hauntavirus. That's funny. <laughs> Is this all in <laughs> Arkansas and Oklahoma and Missouri? Wow. Welcome to my. Uh, ooh, nice. <laughs> Let's see here. Hold on. Let's search. Parting out a 76 RV. See, something like that would be fun. Yeah, the die-in. That one, that one looks a little worse for wear. <laughs> Let's see here. Yeah, we need to do it. In, um, it needs to be like Ghost Hunters meets Roadkill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, the classic... God, I hate that shit. The classic. Hold on. Where'd she go? Yep. Finger <laughs> over the license plate. Got to cover up the license plate. <laughs> Let's see here. View profile. Oh, we know everything we need to know about her. <laughs> yeah. Now that we've confirmed Matt knows how to stalk people. Thank you. Thank God for the finger over the license plate. I know. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, that's actually, they did a really nice job on that RV. They did do a nice job <laughs> on that conversion. Yeah. Let's see here. Motorhome 318. A little swepty there. Oh, oh here we go. Here. You're shitting me. What's great is that's probably faux Tina. Oh, for sure it is. And it's in Siloam. Dude, that's literally 20 minutes from my house. Yep, there they are putting the photine on. Oh, that's amazing.
Man, that actually would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Look at that seat. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, this is a one-of-a-kind promotional tool. <laughs> it does the Christmas parades. There's a station wagon that looks like the Griswolds. They, every year they dig up a big-ass uh, pine tree and lay it across the top. Oh, that's funny. Let's see. You saw a Ram Charger? Where was a Ram Charger? Right there for 1800 bucks. It's okay. an 89 Wow. Cobra. <laughs> Motor runs. Transmission needs work. Don't have time to mess with it. Neither do we. Keep it moving. <laughs> oh. Bro, I have like five transmissions laying in my garage. I'm pretty sure we can figure it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You do. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, oh. Slamper potential. <laughs> Recently put in a rebuilt 454. Oh, that'll be fun on gas. Three miles to the gallon. You just have no vision. <laughs> what else we got? Let's see here. Go to the 79 Sportsman for 1500 bucks. Four fifty four big block or a four forty big block. Needs oh, a thing. door. Thing's hammered. It's haunted. They kicked the door out. Bro, I can tell you right now, that's not a cushion. That's a fucking ghost. <laughs> I was gonna say that looks like a body slumped over. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. But that's oh, the plan. God. The plan is to do a paranormal road trip, document the whole thing, and turn it into a YouTube documentary. So, Matt, uh, Matt's gonna get his opportunity to show his editing skills and his production skills, and we need to get more equipment. Ghost hunting equipment and um, figure out what spots we want to hit and then uh, come up with the plan, figure out how we're going to do it, and then just execute it. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. So with that note, Matt, I think we should sign off. You know what, everybody? It's been great fun. Uh, love chatting with you all. Sorry, I got the window shopping. I'm looking for a Ram charger. Um <laughs> But, so, uh, final final thoughts on the Loch Ness Monster, Matt. I just don't believe the ecosystem's there to support it. What do you think it is? It could be, like I said, it could be an eel. I mean, it could be a Wells catfish. Now that we've now that we've opened that that door, <laughs> I mean, because I mean they are very aggressive predatory catfish. So, I mean, if there's an eel population in that lake, they're chowing down. Interesting. All right. And I'm going to go with Dinosaur Ghost. On that note, remember, anything's, po <laughs> anything's possible. Thousand percent, maybe. And, of course, don't stick your dick in a portal. <laughs> I'm Chris. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next week.